Hey, JT. Hey, Jeremy. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, buddy, what's up? Do you want to watch this movie? It's way back from the 80s. I never watch it anymore. Not since I had cable TV. I might have really liked it, but maybe not. I guess we'll just have to see. Would you want to watch this movie? I can't promise it's a good movie. Let's proceed. August 9th, 1989. With a Metacritic score of 62. Not bad. Directed by an unknown director, James uh, 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 Cameron. <laughs> I might have that wrong from my notes here. Uh, I actually didn't remember it was a James Cameron movie till doing do my research. Starring Ed Harris, uh, Michael Bean, and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. I don't think I've ever pronounced that right. Uh, I'll talk a bit about those that cast in a moment. Are you ready to hear a bit about The Abyss, JT? I am so ready. All right. First, I was shocked to discover this is actually from 1989. I would have sworn it was closer to like 86, 87. Because this sort of implies my season of They Can't Put the B in HBO Without the Abyss was likely the winter of 1990. So that's putting me at 16 or 17, depending on uh, timing. Watching this underwater space thrillamify. That's okay. a genre. That's thriller, drama, sci-fi flick. Every third night or so. I don't really remember, but... <laughs> Now, here's what's interesting. The movie actually clocks in at a whopping two hours and 51 minutes. So I'm going to open by saying I do remember this movie running long, but I do not remember three hours worth of movie at all. Like, wow. if, if, if you had told me this thing clocked in about a buck 40, I'd been like, all right, that sounds about, that sounds good. So when you think about the math on how many times I probably watched it, times a three hour, we'll get back to that. So here's what I do have. Again, this is three hours. I'm doing my best. It's like Alien, but underwater. And no head coming out of stomach scene. I don't quite remember the primary plot device, JT. I really thought I would, and I've been struggling. But here's the best I got. On some kind of exploratory mission underwater to go to, let's say, the furthest depths of space, I mean the ocean, because it's totally not like a sci-fi movie just set underwater instead of in space. Totally not that. Uh, like it's literally the exact same thing. I mean, and, and I was trying to think about this. You realize like deep underwater stories and deep space stories are, are the same. You have one major plot device and it's called You Need Air. It is your currency of the story. Yeah. And whether you're in a submarine or a spaceship, same dilemma, same conflict, same tropes. Right, you are almost guaranteed to have some countdown timer of how much air you have left. Sure. And if I know my 80s movies, that means at some point in this movie, you're going to watch that timer get to like 00, 0, 0, 0, 0, 1, and then someone's going to save the day. You know, every now and then I've been on deadline, I literally have never finished a deadline with one second to spare. But, you know, I haven't been in a life or death air survival situation. Jim. That's true. <laughs> so... I think, but I'm not sure that Ed Harris is like the head scientist guy and they've discovered something alienish. Maybe it's ancient. Maybe it's an undiscovered species. 
maybe it's an alien from outer, I mean, underwater. Um, anyhow, the military show up. Um, I don't remember exactly how they get there, but I'm pretty sure they're led by Michael Bean. I will say right away, it's possible those two roles are reversed. It could be Michael Bean's the, the scientist guy and Ed Harris is the, is, the, is the military guy. But if we go back to the 80s, like Michael Bean saved the world so many times. Um, uh, but now to be specific, that's only when Arnie wasn't available to save the world. Right, but they called right, him right, Michael right. Bean. So if, if Michael Bean's showing up in an 80s movie, he's going to save the day. So here's where we go back to our memory failure. Uh, but I can now ascertain that 30 years later, I let's say I watched this 10, 15 times. Those 30, 45 hours of my life, I spent on that couch watching Ed Harris head to places where no man, sorry, no one has gone before. That was completely wasted time. I have not <laughs> so much else to show for it other than Ed is in his sub-ship marine, sacrifices himself, is induced into some kind of coma thing, has a big smoochy scene with Mary Elizabeth, Master Antonio, and their Antonio Bandera? I don't know. And then the underwater base ship thingy surfaces in a big dramatic moment, and lots of things turn pink. And then either Ed Harris or Michael Bean or both have to go into some kind of scuba suit, and they are forced to drink this liquid goo. But that liquid goo actually lets them breathe underwater, and that's how they go save the day. And then there's like creatures of some kind, and everybody wants to use them for like military purposes and or just kill them. And there's a helicopter. Want to watch it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you had me at James Cameroon. Uh, wow. <laughs> so I watched the trailer and it basically looked like uh, Gina from Scarface is married to Ed Harris from The Rock. Michael Bean also is there. They have a conversation with the water from Moana and then there's some sort of a crash but things are probably okay. Yeah. That, was there pink? Was there anything pink? Lots of colors, big iridescent colors. Yeah, and she was like, it's beautiful. I don't yeah. know what it is, but they feel like they're not mean or something. That sounds right. By, by the way, I also asked my wife if she recalls the movie. Here's a quote. Someone maybe goes down in some kind of lake. I think they get pulled <laughs> under or something. That's all. <laughs> okay. So we combine these stories all together. We've got one heck of a movie. Three very impactful hours. Well, so look, so I always have my big questions. Uh, one of my big questions is, do you think James Cameron found the Titanic shipwreck when filming this and that spawned Titanic? Ooh, good question. No, but I, I, if I recall, actually, this is, this is a love of underwater time for Mr. Cameron. Yeah, he's like a big boat guy. I do know that. Okay, but so seriously, so... Was it clear, because I did a little bit of research on this one, only because when I tried to find the trailer, the first thing that came up was drowning scene. Like it comes up before anything else. So that, of course, led me down the, I should go look for that. And then in the process of going to look for that, it turns out that this was like the worst set of all time, apparently. It's like a, it's like a discarded Doctor Who set or something. Well, no, I, what I mean by set, I actually mean like like the actual, like no one will talk about this movie. So my question oh, really? to you is like, was it, so was it in the zeitgeist that this movie was brutal to film or was that not a part of the, the story? Well, we didn't know that stuff back then. Like drama on the set stuff that you hear about all the time now or conflicts with directors or all that kind of, you didn't, like there were no blogs, there were no insider things. It was pretty much whatever you read in like Entertainment Weekly, which really was a very big deal back then. So Fair. you might get a rumor of a troubled production. Like 
I remember Waterworld was probably the first movie that people talked about production issues. Um, and now it's become very commonplace. So I'm assuming probably yes. And actually it might've even been in the news, but 16 year old me wasn't reading the, the trades. Yeah, fair enough. Because like, so the, the little bit that I was able to find out, like Ed Harris punched James Cameron in the face because he actually almost did drown on this set. Ooh. Ed Harris refuses to talk about this movie. He will not speak of it. Uh, James Cameron has a whole thing where he admits that this is the absolute worst production he's ever been a part of, and it's not close. Uh, the only people James Cameron known for working with the same people over and over again, he worked with no one ever wow. again. Like with the exception of Michael Bean from this. So like, it was just interesting, like reading these little like tidbits. I'm like, oh boy, this is like, this was bad. This went bad. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. And for again, I, I butcher her last name, so I try not to say. But for for uh, Mary's career, this was actually almost the end of her really big limelight. Like she had a strong '80s, and I wonder if I wonder if everything you're saying is sort of tied into all that. Yeah, it was interesting. When I saw her, she's Gina from Scarface for me, like immediately. But when I saw her, I was like, oh, I feel like you're in a lot of stuff. And then I did the thing that you did, which you do, which is I went and looked and I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) Here's what's crazy about Cameron. His career arc from this point is basically T2, True Lies, Titanic, Avatar. Like, it's funny because we laud his work. He didn't actually make that many movies. Before this, he had just done... Uh, effectively aliens terminator and something called piranha to the spawning which i mean clearly is going to be some great 80s shtick but i i don't recall having seen neither piranha to the spawning nor the original uh yeah that sounds absolutely horrible and i bet is a lot of fun to watch so you're going to watch two hours and 51 minutes of a troubled production sci-fi movie set underwater with pingu no okay uh, the, the, honestly, I can tell you there's one very specific reason. A lot of this stuff is interesting. Gina is interesting. I, I'm going to try it too because you've had to try it. So Mary Elizabeth Mastrononio is, is the best I got. Sounds better than mine. I think I just did it fast. So you couldn't tell I was screwing it up, but I'm pretty sure I screwed it up. Uh, hooray, Ed Harris. Love me some Michael Bean. James Cameron, always interesting. Uh, two minutes and 51 seconds is entirely too long. Two hours and 51 minutes. That's what I meant. I mean, even yeah. the two, but you know what? Actually, to be fair, to be fair, two fifty-one in minutes and seconds would be pretty good. I'll bet. I'll bet if you watch this at whatever that would be about sixty x, you might pick up the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I just like listen. If you're not Marvel or Scorsese, and even Scorsese recently, when you when you get past that two two hour and ten minute mark, I'm I'm probably out. I just don't, I, nothing, I I can't think of a movie other than like, you know, Endgame, like big, big Marvel stuff where it's been like, this was worth it. Usually it's like, that could have been an hour shorter. Absolutely agree. Most, yeah, I think two and a half is about your upper, upper bounds, but, but if you can clock, like a good action movie should be about an hour 50 to 210. I think that's, that's feeling, feeling about right. In fact, I'm going to very, very fast look up the the running length of a movie we both like, which is True Lies, because I'm curious oh. as a comparison. I'll bet that's way too long. <laughs> True Lies, 221. No, it's under the okay. 230, right? So that's in there. That's in and there, you, yeah. And we, you could easily cut 10 out of True Lies. Like some of the dancing scenes are a little long, you know. Yeah, there, there's bloat in that for sure. But yeah, this one, it, listen, there's a lot of stuff that is interesting. I prefer Water to Aliens because there's like a, a there's a thread of possibility in there, which is not true. Uh, with aliens, at least not that I'm aware of. But 
yeah, this one is just two, two hours and 51 minutes is just entirely too long. Although now I kind of want to watch it only because I read that it was like such a nightmare to film. I want to go see if you can tell. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Cause I think I've spent enough time of my life and I'm not even disparaging the movie. It's just more like my sunk cost here is way too high. Right. Yeah. I mean, 30 plus hours into any film yeah. that doesn't, that's not like one of the greatest of all times is a lot of hours. Yeah. Like the pot odds on, on, you know, the pot's pretty good on the amount of hours I've already chips in play. But yeah. I don't really know what the payoff is here. Yeah, right. Right. If it, like, if it had like a 98 Metacritic and it was just weird memory, right. then I'd be like, you know what? I clearly have to see this thing again. Right, right, right. It's different if it's like The Godfather too, And it's like, oh, I've watched that movie 15 times and it's the runtime of that one's also long. It's like, well, yeah, but it's also like the cinematic masterpiece. This is like the worst of James Cameron, probably minus the Piranha thing you just brought out. Like, And he's good. So the worst of him is still better than much, right. but probably not 30 hours worth, right? Sounds right. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so that means I, I get to pick next week. Right. Oop, I didn't have the list. Hang on, hang on. It's right here. There we go. Uh, all right, we just did that one, and I'm gonna put this to last one. Okay, that's going back over here. Can I remember both of these movies? I've been scrubbing the list to make sure I actually sort of remember most of them. Um, I actually thought I had more in the abyss, but then as like I can picture visuals in my head, I could tell you like that's why I was like, "There's a helicopter," because I right. know that there is like some major scene with a helicopter and the pink goo thing and the aliens thing, but I don't remember what they did. Um, all right, how about? No, let's not do that one. How about Dreamscape? Have you heard of that? Never heard of it. Or Alien Nation. Have you heard of that? No. Wow. Alien Nation spawned a TV. Actually, they might have both spawned. It was the 80s. Everything had a TV series. So clearly in the sci-fi realms here, Dreamscape or Alien Nation? Uh, let's go Dreamscape because we just did a James Cameroon, which is uh, Alien. So we'll we'll go towards Dreamscape, which is probably this probably the same plot. But that's okay. Uh, no, but I, I I've got when I put this one on the list, I started thinking about this. There's I don't necessarily have all the beats, but there's a lot of this movie I do remember. So we'll have some. Okay, fun. good. All right, we'll uh, watch other stuff this week. We'll we'll hit you back next week. Sounds good. Thanks for joining, everybody. You're still here. It's over. Go home. Go.